Welcome to the Mariah K. Holmes podcast, where we discuss all things related to real estate, mindset, social media strategies, and how to create the life you want. I'm a mom of four, including twins, and a business owner who loves to teach others how to leverage the power of social media to build and scale their own business. Let's go. Today's topic is all about consistency. Yes, consistency. And I know this topic, we talk about this a lot here on this podcast, but I honestly think it is such an important topic to cover. As many of you may know, the second Friday in January, we are long past the second Friday in January, but the second Friday in January is known, officially known as Quitter's Day. Yes, I'm not sure if you've ever heard that term before, but Quitter's Day is the day that many people reevaluate their New Year's resolutions and either decide, yeah, you know what, I think I'm you know, going to pivot or you know what, I actually need to go back and revisit that. I need to really tap back into those goals that I had and start over. So I've got a couple of funny stories I wanted to share with you today. And it kind of just all goes back to consistency. And then I'm going to share with you three of the easiest ways that you can stay consistent in real estate, in life, in whatever it is that you are wanting to be consistent in, whatever those goals are, these will be three ways. So I was chatting with my 13-year-old son and basketball season just started. And we are in full swing basketball mode here. And the funny thing is the first practice he goes out to, he gets to practice and he starts shooting around and I'm watching. And after practice is done, he's like, oh my gosh, mom, I was tragic. I mean, like I was, I was the worst kid out there. And I was like, oh, really? You know, like, tell me more. What, like, tell me why you felt that way. And he's like, mom, not a single basket went in. Like I couldn't guard any of the guys. Like I couldn't dribble. I couldn't like my passes were awful. <laughs> he was his worst critic. Right. And I'm like, well, you know, and I'm trying to keep things light and positive. And I'm like, well, you know what? I, I mean, I, I saw some good things out there, but I can see what you mean on some of those. So then I said, I'm like, hey, bud, so when's the last time you picked up the basketball and when's the last time you went and shot around in the backyard? And there's a long pause, long pause. And he's like, well, probably this time last year. And I was like, okay, so this time last year. So it's been about 11 months since you've shot around. I said, so what, like kind of what are you expecting? And he goes, well, I'd expect at least a shot or two would go in. And I'm like, okay, well, do you feel like you've put in the reps in order to make that possible? <laughs> and we both kind of got a laugh at it. I mean, he's like, no, I, I kind of see what you mean, though. And I said, well, here's the thing. If you want to get good at basketball, like you've got the height, you've got the skill, you've got the like athleticism for it. Like if you want to be good at it, you just need to start putting in the reps. Like you just need to start practicing. And he's like, okay, all right. I said, it's the same thing like with soccer. He plays soccer year round. And I said, think about it this way. Every single week, three times a week, you are taking shots on goal. You are passing, you're dribbling, you're doing strength and agility, like you're doing all these things. And so naturally you're just going to become a better soccer player because you're consistently doing it three days a week. I said, basketball, you took 11 months off. And so 
the idea that you're going to come back and you're going to start where you were before is probably probably not going to be a high probability of that. And so we had a really great conversation about that. And he's like, well, what do you think it would take for me to become a better basketball player? And so we literally, like these three steps that I'm going to share with you, it was kind of these three different steps. And so number one, the first step is just establishing a routine, establishing a daily routine. So I said, you know, if you want to become a better basketball player, then when you get home from school, you know, let's get your schoolwork done. And then once you go out in the backyard and shoot around for a while, maybe it's, you know, 10 minutes, 15, 20. I said, it just depends on how good you want to get. Like if you want to get really good, then you got to put in the time. If you want to be kind of mediocre, then, you know, put put in some mediocre time. If you really don't want to be that good and you want to be kind of average, then don't put in much time at all and maybe continue doing what you're doing. And so we literally just started talking about a daily routine. He's like, well, you know, a lot of times when I get home from school, I feel tired and I'm not exactly sure how to stay motivated. And, you know, when I come home from school, I'm feeling tired. I really don't want to do it. And I said, well, you know what? For me personally, I actually do my exercise in the morning. He's like, well, mom, it's kind of too hard to do. You know, so we kind of started, kind of went down the excuse rabbit hole for a little bit. I'm like, well, if it's really you know, if it's really a priority, we'll figure out a way. Like there's a gym down the street, there's this and this, like we, there's a lot of things that we could do if you want to take shots on, you know, if you want to take shots, if you want to improve, we can either do it before school or we can do it after school. And you, you get to decide that. So the same thing goes for you and your real estate business or in your life, establish the daily routine. What are you going to do? When are you going to set the time? When is it, you know, is it a priority or is it not? And I think a lot of times with our goals in the beginning, sometimes we might think like, yes, this is exactly what I want to do. And this is exactly like, this is how I I want to build my business. And this is what I'm going to do to, in order to get that. But then after you start, you know, taking steps, it might feel, you might feel resistance. You might feel kind of the struggle. You might feel like, oh man, this is a lot harder than I thought. Or I, you know, I'm not connected to the people I need to know in order to improve or whatever that is. And so a lot of times the goal gets established, but then the reality sets in of, you know, this is harder. This is more time consuming. This is, you know, whatever that is. And so I think when you establish a daily routine to be able to implement that goal in your day-to-day life, it makes all the difference. People ask me, I get questions about how, like social media every single day. And I love it. Honestly, I love it. And I love that people want to build and scale their business on social media. I get questions about YouTube every day. I get questions on Instagram every day about, okay, so Mariah, like, what's your strategy? How do you do this? Honestly, for me, it kind of goes back to my elementary teaching days. It goes back to a lesson plan. Honestly, I have a, like I started with just a week. So in the beginning, when I started posting on Instagram, I was just day to day. So like day to day, I'm sitting in the carpool pickup line. I'm like, oh, what should I post today? And then, you know, something would usually come to me. And then there were some days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what to post. I don't know. Oh, and one of my kids came early. And then it was kind of this mad scramble. And it kind of took a little bit of the fun out of it because it became something that was like, oh, this is fun to, oh, this, like, this feels a little bit hard. So then I, you know, after a couple of weeks of that, I went, okay, this is not sustainable. I, you know, I'm not going to be able to do it like this, but I know my goal is to still show up on Instagram every single day. 
My goal is to show up on YouTube at least once or twice a week. I've got several channels. So on one of my channels, I just show up at you know one video a week. On one of my other channels, I show up twice a week. But in order to do that, I have things batched out. So now for Instagram, kind of like my lesson plan, when I was teaching kindergarten, first grade, third grade, you know, whatever grade it was, I wouldn't just show up to work and be like, oh, what, you know, what am I going to teach? What am I teaching for math? Or what am I teaching for English or language arts? Like whatever it is, I didn't do that. What I would do is I first started with like a week plan, like, okay, well, let's see, you know, what can we fit in here the week? And actually big picture, we, I go from like, okay, these are all the standards I need to teach within the year. And then I break it down into quarterly and then monthly and then weekly, daily kind of goals. The same thing goes for you and your real estate business. If you know you want to build your business by leveraging the power of social media, then figure out kind of, hey, you know, what do I want to post? Like, what's my month going to kind of look like? And then just start breaking it down. And so for me now, I just go month by month. So monthly, I have a month-long calendar, a content calendar of 30 days, 31 or 29, depending on how many days are in that year or in that month. And then from there, I just plug and play. So I figure out, oh, you know what? I want to post you know, something about this and something about this. And I have different content buckets that I literally just talk about every single week. I talk about my family every week. I talk about real estate every week. I talk about different things with real estate agents every week. So there's certain things that I talk about every single week. So that's that part of number one, establishing that routine. Once you have that daily routine, whether it's, hey, I'm going to go shoot 500 baskets today, or maybe the routine is, hey, I'm going to come up with five Instagram posts today so that, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have those posts for the rest of the week. Whatever that is, establish the routine and stick to it. Stick to it. Let yourself, and this is one of those things too, I think so much comes back to holding yourself accountable. What is it going to cost you if you don't post that day, right? Maybe nothing. You might not notice anything happening at that time, but hold yourself accountable, hold yourself accountable to those different things. But then also there's this kind of flexibility piece where you got, you, you know, you really want to give yourself some grace as well. So for me, I plan a month out in advance so that if other things come up, I'm not scrambling. I'm never scrambling now because I already know what I'm going to post tomorrow and the next day and the next day and two weeks from like, I pretty much know unless something changes. Sure. I'll, you know, I'll put in some different things, but usually I stay pretty consistent with it. Again, when I'm saying, give yourself some grace, if something happens and you don't have the post for that day, that's okay. Like give yourself some grace and just realize post tomorrow. It's the same thing. Hey, you know what? There's some days that I'm sick and I just, I don't feel well enough to work out. That's okay. Once you start feeling better, give yourself some time to recover and then hop back on. So number one, establish that daily, weekly, monthly routine. I'm telling you, it will it will save you so much time, effort, and energy by just establishing the routine and then stick with it, stick with it. Number two, the second thing is by utilizing technology and different kinds of automations. I don't know about you, but for me, if it's not on my calendar, there's a really, really high probability. I'm not going to get, I, I'm not going to get to it. I'm going to share an experience that I just had last week. And this was actually 
I, it was one of the busiest weeks I think I've had just in terms of work, in terms of kids activities and school and all these different things that were pulling my attention in a million different ways. Well, this actually goes back to my 13 year old again, and he needed to sign up for high school classes coming up for next year. Why are we doing this in <laughs> at this time of the year? I have no idea. And I got buried in emails and normally I'm pretty good at checking my emails every day. Well, I was about a day and a half behind on checking emails and I had like, there was something that he had either told me the week before, there was something that came up the, about class registration. And so I was like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to class registration next week and let's just, let's do it. So we get to, all of a sudden I like wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, oh my gosh, we didn't sign, like when was registration? I don't know. So I'm like scrolling through all my, all my emails and I'm looking and all of a sudden it was like, today is the last day to register. So I'm like, oh, okay. You know, so I'm like, okay, so we get on, we start to register for classes. And then we realize that the button you actually have to click in order to register for those classes, you had to do it by three o'clock PM that day. And we were, you know, it was much, much later. And so of course I'm like, I'm panicked. He's panicked. We're just thinking like, oh, what do we do? And this is what I realized. I realized this was not in my calendar. It was something we had talked about, but honestly, because it wasn't in my calendar, I didn't get the pop-up reminder. I didn't get the, like, I didn't get the extra little, um, kind of reminder for it. And so, so often whatever system works for you, whether if you're in your business, you're using a CRM, if you are using Google, if you're using whatever that is, have something that will help to remind and to automate so that you're not panicking late into the night about registering your kid for classes. And again, it all ended up working out. We sent an email and, you know, we ended up, she's like, oh, you know what? You're not the only one. And I'm thinking like, oh, I can't believe I'm that parent. <laughs> but I, again, it was a good reminder of, it was not in the automation. It was not in the calendar. And so it simply just did not get done. But because of that, that creates anxiety, that creates stress, that creates all those different feelings that we want to try to eliminate. And by, you know, when we're talking about consistency, if you have automations lined up in your business, in your schedule, there's a much better chance that you're going to get it done. And there's a much better chance that you're, it's going to feel easier and the easier we can make things the absolute better, right? Okay. Last but not least, number three, when we are tackling consistency and we are looking at three easy ways to stay consistent, we talked about establishing a routine. We talked about automations and really keeping things easy. Number three is, and again, some people talk about this one and they're like, oh, well, and this one is set milestones and that are achievable. And I know people say like, oh, you know, shoot for the stars and what I, I agree. Like, I think I am a huge dreamer. I, my husband half the time is like, oh my gosh, Mariah, why in the world do you want that? Or why do you want to create that? Or <laughs> And I'm like, I don't know, but it sounds incredible. And I cannot wait to take that on. And I can't wait to see if we can do it or not. And so sometimes these things that we get in our mind are these huge goals. And I'm absolutely 100% for those. However, being able to have achievable milestones along the way can make a huge difference. So for example, when we came here to Utah and I told my husband, I was like, you know what? 
I think I want to rebuild my business. And he's kind of looking at me like, whoo, that feels like that would be kind of hard since, you, you know, you don't know anybody here. We, you've got, <laughs> we've got four kids that are young. Two of them were kindergartners at the time. Um, just a lot of needs and a lot of things going on. So the idea of like, here, we're going to move to this new state in this new place where we don't know anybody and you're going to restart a real estate business. Okay, well, that sounds exciting. And of course, for me too, because I'm semi-impatient, I just want to have it all like running in a month, right? I'm like, why would this, why would we want to make this take years and years and years when, you know, this should really, like, I just want to get this off the ground and running immediately. So with that being said, I think by setting achievable milestones, Obviously, I was not up and running within a month. I mean, sure, it took me time to get my real estate license. Then you need to find the right brokerage. Then you need to, you know, build systems and tools within your business to get it going. Finding groups that you can collaborate with, finding your people, right? So all these different things, at least for me, breaking your real estate goals and your life goals down into smaller, more achievable milestones. By this, I mean, for me, it was simply just I don't know if you've ever heard of the compound effect before. And it's the same thing we, you know, we talk about this principle with my kids constantly is like, okay, you get a dollar. Okay. Put that into savings. Oh, you have another dollar. Put that into savings. Oh, okay. My daughter has a dog walking business and she earns $6 a week with her little dog walking business. And she puts that $6 in her account. Every The other day, somebody was like, one of the kids was like, Hey mom, how much money does Ruby have in her account from dog walking? And I mean, I hadn't really been keeping track of it. And so we start looking through and I'm like, oh, wow, like that's $6 and you multiply that over months worth of time, you've got like some considerable, you know, for a 10 year old with our little dog walking business has made some considerable money. And so the same thing goes for, you know, for life, for work, for business is just setting little attainable goals. So whether maybe you are showing up on Instagram every single day, maybe you are posting one YouTube video every single day, maybe you are calling five people in your sphere of influence, maybe you are sending out three cards a week, maybe you're, whatever it is that you're doing, if you consistently do that week after week, month after month, year after year, you're going to build something that's really incredible. It's simply that consistent part. Now, I know I told, I've told i told this story on this podcast before, but the same thing went, I remember I really wanted to get a soccer scholarship when I was much younger. And I didn't know how that was gonna happen. I didn't even know, like, I, I didn't know enough to, to know one way or another, but I just knew I was gonna just start writing college coaches and I was just gonna invite them to come to different things. And I did this month after month after month after month, and you're never going to believe what happened. Month after month, year after year of doing this, I ended up having my choice of a ton of different schools to go to simply because you're like top of mind. Oh, it's me again. Oh, hey, it's Mariah. Oh, hey, it's Mariah. And whether you are building your business with weekly emails, with um, you know whatever your touch point are, your events that you're holding, whatever that is, just continue to be consistent on it. And it doesn't have to be one giant thing all at one time, but just focusing on small, manageable tasks day in and day out, you're going to feel less overwhelmed by having this big thing of like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to build this business and I'm earning this much revenue and I'm doing this. Break it up into, you know, you can have that big goal, 
but break it up into small manageable tasks so that you can stay consistent. So for me in the morning when I work out, I don't even have to think about where my clothes are. I have my workout clothes already ready to go. I literally like roll into bed, like roll out of bed, put on my workout clothes and I go downstairs and I work out. Like it's just part of the routine. It's part of the habit. And I don't have to think like, oh, am I going to do it now or I'm not? The routine, like we talked about, number one, the routine has been established. Number two, like if it's on the calendar, if it's automatized, if it is, you know, part of what's going to happen, it's going to happen. And then set those small manageable goals. I remember when I decided I wanted to run a marathon for the first time, I had no idea how to run a marathon, but I broke it up into, I got a schedule and I followed the schedule. I followed the calendar. And once I followed the calendar, it made it so much easier to just follow, you know, okay, run this many miles on this day. It didn't say go run 26.2 miles on one day. It said run three miles on this day, two, two miles on this day. And then, and then it kept building. And then each week you get a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. And by the time you got to, you know, your tapering week or you got to the, you are running so many more miles in that week than you would have in the very beginning. And here's the best news. It is not a one size fits all sort of situation. Consistency looks different for every single person. Try it on, see if it fits. If it doesn't fit, try, you know, try something else on. If that doesn't fit, try something like keep trying on things until they fit. I remember when I was, you know, young playing soccer all the time, there was a certain pair of cleats that only fit for whatever reason. I could wear the Adidas Copa. The Adidas Copa felt so good on my foot. It felt like a slipper. I mean, it didn't even take any time to break in. I remember we would go to the store and of course, when you're buying soccer cleats, you know, a couple, couple pairs, it seemed like definitely a year, but they end up adding up. And when you've got multiple kids playing soccer and, you know, all these different things, the expenses add up. And so I just remember like going to the soccer store with my dad. And once again, we're like trying on cleats and there's all these cleats that are way more, like way cheaper, way, way cheaper than this Adidas Copa. But every time I'd slip my foot into that Adidas Copa, it felt like a slipper. And just having that consistency of that sh same shoe <laughs> year after year after, I didn't even have to think like, then it was just like, oh, okay, yep, great. Five, you know, size five Copa, that's what I'm going to get. Like we could just like order them, just the consistency of it, the consistency of the shoe. It's the same thing for life, for work, for business. Just remember, try something on. If it does not work, switch it up. Give yourself permission to try it again. A lot of times I know circling back to the second Friday in January, Quitter's Day, reevaluate your goals. Maybe you bit off a little bit too much in the beginning of the year. You're feeling, you know, you're feeling excited about this. And then reality sets in where you're like, okay, maybe I can't do all of this, but maybe I can do some of this. So number one, establish the routine. Number two, try to be able to put it on the schedule. Try to use, you know, utilize technology or automation so that you can stay consistent with that. And finally, number three, set those manageable milestones so that you can consistently hit those miles week after week after week. And you won't be feeling so frustrated like, oh my gosh, you know, I posted today and then I didn't post for two more weeks. And then I posted this day and then I didn't do it for another, right? set the routine, establish it, make it consistent. And I'm telling you that staying consistent in this journey and finding what works best for you is like, that is the number one name in the game is finding what works for you. If it's not working, 
re like reevaluate, try it again. Same thing goes, like I said, with my son shooting the baskets, mom, I'm tragic. No, you're not tragic. You just have not been consistently shooting. You want to be, you know, if you want to be a better shooter, you need to put in more reps. The same thing for all of us in life. Wishing you a fabulous rest of your day and your week. I am here cheering for you. And if you are looking to build and scale your business the modern way by leveraging the power of social media, I hear from people like you all the time and I absolutely love it. Take care and have a great one. We'll talk to you next week. Bye.